You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Wow. Welcome to the Born Japan podcast, probably the best way of learning about life in Japan without actually being in Japan. I'm your host, Chris Broad, and we're joined, as always, by England's top Japan enthusiast, Mr. Pete Donaldson himself. Pete, are you healthy? Are you good? How are you doing? What's going down? <laughs> Chris, you know, fully well, I'm not healthy. I am. Uh, I've got COVID again, Chris. My oh, second again. dose. I went to a just a very polite dinner party over the weekend and everyone got covid and so oh. i am now uh riddled with it again um so i i, I mean it's, it seems to be a little bit more pleasant this time round so hopefully i won't be uh, knocked out hopefully i won't have to play loads of video games in my bedroom by myself uh, again oh that would be gutting wouldn't it oh, that would be no, gutting not doing any work for 5 days oh rubbish you've had it 3 <laughs> times by my count now haven't you you've had every I've had single it variant twice I've not had every Sorry. single variant. I want to collect them all like you and uh, Charlotte with those manhole covers. <laughs> I want to collect them all like Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've, I, I don't think I've had COVID once yet. I don't know. I mm. seem to have withstood it. Or maybe I've got it without knowing. I don't know. But I do know a lot of people that have got it at the moment. It's spreading across Japan like wildfire. Uh, yeah. But fortunately, it doesn't seem as bad. And y- you seem to be all right. You seem to be... Re- you look very red on the screen. I don't know <laughs> I if think that's, that's just, just lights. I think I should, I'm not very good at uh, me disco lighting because I, 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 when I moved into my new house, I've got a cabin down in the garden, and I said, right, I'm going to set up a studio. So um, soundproofed it, put a couple of walls up uh, with a lot of timber and and and, and uh, plasterboard and stuff. Um, and so I've got this nice little studio. And uh, but the problem is, I'm not very good at lighting. Uh, and we, we've talked before about me um, doing Twitch, uh, Chris. Do it now. I Give us did. What we want. I did a bit of Twitch uh, last Friday, uh, last Friday, late afternoon. Um, I don't know why, but my OBS, the software that allows you to um, do a little bit of uh, of Twitch uh, broadcasting, um, my OBS system was connected to the Football Ramble uh, Twitch account. Uh, not my own oh, Twitch no. account, but the Football Ramble Twitch account. I didn't realise that. I accidentally pressed a button that sent me live to a good amount <laughs> of people. 15 concurrents, or whatever they call them, 15 people watching, um, and uh, they all watched me read out my credit card details last Friday. Oh my on, god. On the stream. <laughs> 
the because <laughs> I was week on the, of the phone. life of Pete Donaldson. I was on the phone to British Airways and I was like, oh, right, my credit card number is this, this, this. And then somebody <laughs> DM'd me very kindly and said, uh, Pete, um, you do realise you've just gone on, on live on the Football Ramble Twitch channel and told everyone your uh, credit card number. Jesus, Pete. <laughs> I'm going to go, gonna go and watch that now and steal your credit card info. <laughs> what I've always wanted to do. What a week you've had. Uh, Bloody hell. The ups and downs yeah. of Pete Donaldson. I'm excited, though. I'm excited <laughs> that your journey to becoming a Twitcher or Twitch streamer, whatever it's called, <laughs> has begun. Yeah. With the ranks Hunter. of Sea Dog VA and the other Pete, <laughs> I Pete when, when Pete comes up to uh, my studio, we sometimes stream on his Twitch on OBS, mm. and I ne- I think I logged into his OBS once with all his settings, and I nearly started streaming as Just Pete. Broadcasting, yeah, yeah. You've got to be careful with OBS; it's a little bit cheeky. Yeah, I, uh, I mean, my week has been. Not as action-packed as that. Actually, maybe it has. Maybe it has. We've just had the video go out with the most expensive hotel room in all of Tokyo. $12,000 a night. There's me in the most luxurious hotel room while you've got COVID and you've you've doxxed yourself and (laughs) given your credit card details out. Yeah. I feel pretty... It's not been a a stellar week, to be honest. I did book my... um, I mean, uh, that um, hotel room was ridiculous. It's the sort of hotel room that is so big. You're like, well... You have to stay there for more than a week because it would take you that long to fill up the cupboards, uh, put all your coats on the coat hangers. The place <laughs> is massive. You'd need, like, an entourage to kind of fill it. It was crazy. It's, it's pretty cool going into a hotel room of that size because you just keep going through, like, different rooms and mm. there's, like, a surprise around every corner. Like, I feel like we didn't even show some of the room. There was, like, two sinks and Connor and I each had a sort of his and her sink that we could... Yeah. Use it, and it was just such a crazy room. I uh, the view easily the best view I've had from a Tokyo hotel room. My only criticism, I think, is the bath should have been by the window, so you could sit in the bath <laughs> and overlook Tokyo. But you can't have it mm. all. But twelve thousand dollars for that? Yeah, I guess so. And and it was, that. yeah. I mean, uh, the air, twelve thousand dollars. As much room as you can imagine. There's like it's like the whole um, there's the whole roof of a hotel. It felt like um, mm. beautiful views of um, the Tokyo Tower and Roppongi, bless like that. But um, why did you both choose to sleep in the same bedroom? I mean, I presume there would be another bedroom somewhere. Well, there was only no, there was only <laughs> one bedroom. There was only one bedroom ah. with two like super. I think there were super king size beds. Right. Super king. Um, <laughs> it was a weird room actually You could only have I think there was a rule That you could only have Like three people in it There's like a limit mm. And you could only have oh. Three people in the room uh, for, what, for some sort of Strange Tokyo law That means You could only have A certain number of people Sleeping in a room uh, Right So even though There's one bedroom With two massive beds I think you can only have Three people in there or right, two adults I guess because it, it safeguards the amount of money that you're spending, so you couldn't. So Probably it doesn't make well. it doesn't mean that you're uh, that you just have a, a room full of twenty people and everyone pays like a grand or something. Like that. Exactly. <laughs> There's like rules as well. We couldn't. We weren't allowed to throw a party in the suites mm, There was like rules right. against it because you know that's yeah. the first thing you would want to do. Probably <laughs> you're gonna you know ring up your friends, get them to come to the room drink all mm. the alcohol, the massive amounts of complimentary drinks, and, you know, mm. just trash the room. Smash steal, the window, steal the jump Nescafe out the pods. Steal steal the pods and then, uh, and then <laughs> out, out into the night, like Sea Dog Vier did. He took it all, he took it all. He even took the all. shampoo, absolute bastard. <laughs> I, uh, I went to, like, wash my hair, and all the, like, toiletries and all the shampoo and all the soap, it was gone. In nicked. his rucksack. What a little rascal. Hey, that hair does not... 
you know, look after itself. <laughs> you got work, you got preen. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! I uh, the, the, they said that uh, the room it's it's not. I think it was used used mainly by like really rich millionaire billionaire people. They said somebody stayed in the room for like a month though. Some oh, really? uh, he was a Russian oligarch might have stayed in there like a whole month with mm. the family and whatnot. But for the most part, Jeez. like it was a bit overkill. I I certainly could never justify that kind of money. On a hotel room, what I could justify that kind of money in is on this. Look at this, Pete, <gasps> and look at this. What is that? This it's like is a, a new toy. Big chunk. Is that a red camera? Now, Chris, we've talked camera. about this. I bought myself a very old red camera. Uh, Did you know? It was a good few grand, and it was uh, I think the first red camera that came out, Red One or whatever. Uh, uh, but that is a very expensive but very cool. Very light, <laughs> lighter than lighter than what you uh, the what um, the one that I bought is anyway. Um, red camera, you've got a red camera, Chris. Got a red camera. You're, you you made promises about your your um, what you're going to be doing like uh, with your with, with your channel this year. You're going to be more filmic, be more filmic. filmy, and you've bought yourself a film camera. Lovely. I just I, you know I I've got a lot of cameras for doing YouTube videos, but I needed something that was a mm. bit more kind of cinematic to elevate yeah. myself and yeah. yeah. So I bought a red Komodo six K. It's uh, it, it's a really great camera. It's got a very nice cinematic look. I won't mm. bore you guys with all the details, but they think they think they used it in the recent Matrix film. Actually, um, it was used extensively mm. in that. But uh, yeah, it's a really nice camera. There's most cinema cameras, right? A proper cinema camera, an Arri Alexa, would cost like somewhere between thirty-five to fifty thousand dollars, probably mm. upwards of that. And then you've got all the lenses and whatnot. Red released this Komodo camera. It costs about six to seven, maybe six thousand dollars. So it's yeah. not cheap, uh, or it's, it's you know it's half a night in the most expensive <laughs> Tokyo hotel room, isn't it? Well, so, look, I mean, for those people who are watching your videos and subscribing to your Patreon and stuff, you're reinvesting. You're not resting on your laurels. You're not sort of taking people's money and running. You are uh, reinvesting in the channel. And uh, I, and good God, I know how expensive those bloody lenses are. Just to, to, to have a proper cinema lens, uh, it elevates how expensive the lenses are, isn't it? And, and all of the weird Absolutely. fittings and stuff. Wow. It's not... You've made me feel a lot better about myself now, the way you just described it. I'm giving back to the people, Pete, yeah. You are. I'm not, I'm not yeah. buying myself a toy. I, you know, I could, I, I, this is like money well spent. I think, you know, I, I've earned the... the, 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 the I, I don't buy my st- myself anything really fun often. Mm. Um, it's usually... Whenever I buy something big or expensive, it's always related to YouTube, and uh, mm. this fits the Have bill. Have you taken but it yeah. out for a... For a test ride, have you got any test footage you can chuck over? I wouldn't mind. You know what? Think. I don't because I didn't come with any batteries. Six thousand oh, dollars cinema nuts. camera doesn't come with batteries. Brilliant. Thank yeah. you, Red. Bastards. <laughs> so I've had to order some like special Canon batteries, which don't yeah. even exist in stock in any bloody. I've been going around all of Japan at the moment looking for batteries to fit my new camera, and they're like mm. they just don't exist at the moment. I don't know what's going on. So yeah. my <laughs> it's been a, like raining on my parade. This has been a disaster. Sorry, but uh, <laughs> hopefully I'll get some batteries soon. Hopefully I can enjoy my wonderful new camera. But yeah, Red Komodo, yeah. guys, check it out. It's a good camera. And hopefully we can film some good stuff on it. I wish I'd mm. had it for the Ken Watanabe documentary. It would have been pretty cool for that. <laughs> oh, well. Oh, well. Oh, We've well. got a story this week. We've got a story from Nick from 
Toronto. And it begins, hi Chris and Pete, long-term listener from Trinidad and Tobago, currently residing in Toronto. Back in 2018, I visited Japan on a lads trip, which took us through the Kansai region as far north as Gifu in central Japan. During this trip, we spent four days in Tokyo, which we hurriedly booked, not researching the area properly. Uh, We were not surprised to find out that the reasonably priced... uh, and reasonably priced Airbnb that was advertised as being close to Ueno Park and Asakusa was quite possibly in the most sketchiest part of town. <laughs> Our closest transportation hub was Ugui... I can't even pronounce this. I've never heard of this station. Ugui Sudani. Ugui oh. Sudani Station, which is home to the red light district in Tokyo and a cluster of various love hotels. I think this is an area kind of round the back of Asakusa, perhaps. Uh Mm. Nick continues, my mates and I disregarded this and comfortably settled into our Airbnb. On our first night out, we wandered through the side streets to find a bar or a place to grab a quick meal. My friends and I mistakenly walked into a place of business that from the outside looked like an izakaya, but was actually some sort of catalogue room where you can pick your company for the night. Oh God, from a bunch of strategically placed digital touchscreens. We quickly made our way out of there as a man from behind this main room emerged, probably asking if we needed assistance. Giving up on places in the area, we started walking back to Ugui Sudahani Station with plans to head to Shibuya for the evening. Here we met a large commotion with two quite larger men being the centre of the attention. These two men were tattooed up to their necks and dressed in vests that also displayed their impressive sleeved-up arms. They were just... A bit ahead of us, casually walking towards the station with a, uh, and with about, and this isn't a lie, no less than 20 or so police officers blaring their whistles in an attempt to stop them from going any further. The men continued on, as if the police officers didn't exist, and completely ignored them. We didn't stick around, fortunately, to see what ensued as we aired on the cautious, cautious side and bounced... I'm not sure if either of you two have experienced something similar. Are police relatively hands-off, or is there legislation that presents them, prevents them <clears throat> sorry, from using force to stop or apprehend someone? Cheers, guys. Nick from Trinidad and Tobago in Toronto. I mean, the police, the tactic here, when there's, like, crime in Japan, the tactic is to swarm the person with, like, 20 police officers. I remember the first time I saw this, I was in Osaka... I was on a holiday, and I saw one guy, I don't know what he'd done, but he was just standing on a street corner, and there was at least 12, maybe 15 police officers just standing around him, encircling him. And it's like a tactic, they swarm people here. I don't know why that is, maybe safety in numbers, maybe because police here just don't have much to do. It's bored. <laughs> but, uh, a lot of, lot of uh, personnel for the amount of crime that's uh, going around a major city, weirdly. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> but I don't know. It's a story there, not really any any key takeaways, mainly just paints a very bleak picture of <laughs> Ugui Sidani Station. Is this a real yeah. station? That sounds yeah, really I had a like... look, it's, it's near Ueno, Ueno near, uh, it? it's near that, I think. Not a million miles away from uh, it's it's on that it's on the other li- it's on the other side of the Yamanote line I think uh, heading towards Ueno Station and Nippori and uh, a couple of other places. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah no it is. I think this area is kind of like notorious for uh, like uh, I'm not sure. I'm, I, it's notorious for all sorts of activities, some of mm. which Nick listed. But uh, <laughs> but you know this is back in 2018. I think. Uh, Tokyo's changed a lot since then. Even in you know the last sort of five years, Tokyo's really mm. cleaned up its act. But uh, the um, yeah. 
I think with uh, with a lot of we spoke about this before, and obviously um, mm. you can't get in Japan. We keep on saying it every week. Um, we are if you sort of check your. I think anywhere um, in a major city in a popular tourist destination where hotel uh, rooms are very expensive, uh, it's worth double and triple checking exactly where your Airbnb <laughs> is because uh, certainly in the sort of Shinjuku Shibuya, even like all the over where we are here. They'll say that your um, Airbnb is in a certain place, and then um, when you actually go and get mm. the address, it's like three stops up the line and miles away, and, and, and not good enough, quite frankly. Yeah, five minutes from the station in a red light mm. district surrounded by Yakuza. They leave the second part out of the description, don't they? It's yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. but that neighbourhood, be careful. There's, there's. I mean, there's a there's the Asakusa festival, and uh, the Yakuza come out in full force for that. They're a big part of the festivities, and. Uh, in a good way, I guess. But, uh, yeah, be careful. Look it up. Be careful. But be very careful, even more careful, if you come to Japan and eat something called mochi rice cakes. Now, every year in Japan, a lot of people, uh, more people than would be good, die eating rice cakes. Uh, these very chewy kind of desserts that are typically sort of consumed around New Year's. Uh, Pete, have you read the news story? Have you got the latest... Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I mean, excuse me. This this happens every single blooming year, doesn't it? Um, old people um, find it hard to chew and swallow uh, the mochi, and it is, and it's the sort of thing that um, when it's sort of dried out a little bit, once it me- meets a lot of moisture again, uh, halfway down your throat, it starts to expand, and uh, yeah, it's not, it's not <laughs> ideal. It's really difficult, and and also, you know, you got to be careful with rice at the best of times. It's it's there's plenty of uh, there's plenty of uh, issues with the Eating, eating mashed up rice but I blow and love mochi uh, but it's just funny well it's not funny it's tragic that uh, so many people manage to uh, die uh, or go to hospital um, every single year around about uh, the same time happy new year everyone you, uh, they, you've eaten they, too much mochi <laughs> chomp 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 I mean even I've choked like nearly choked to death on these damn things mm. I, I like them they're quite nice they come with like uh, black beans and sweets inside them and mm. there's, there's very famous footage of uh of in Nara, they get the rice cake and they have a guy who, one of the guys like moves the rice cake with his hands and the mm. other guy smacks it with a really big hammer and they yeah. time it just so the guy's Perfectly. hands move out of the way of the hammer like a split second before it comes crushing down on the rice cake. It's quite a sight to see, uh, yeah. particularly in Nara. But uh, yeah, dark side to this wonderful, wonderful dessert uh, and that is a few people do die every year. And they tend to like, yeah, they release a news story about it every year, sort of tracking the number of people. And this mm. year, 19 people, over New Year's, 19 people were hospitalised and four people actually uh, died eating mochi. Like, it's, it's ridiculous, but it's not a surprise. Like, if, if, a, if me, a guy aged 31 who eats food... A lot more than most people, a lot mm. more than I'd care to admit. I guzzle food, and I can't. I, even I can't. Struggle to eat this damn mochi. Then I dread to think what it must be like for someone who's over seventy trying to chew yeah. and consume <laughs> this stuff. It's deadly. It's like it's been designed to actually kill people and cull the population. Why would they? Eat it? <laughs> it's not worth the risk. It's, it, but the thing about mochi is like the actual rice, the pounded, uh, compounded sort of st- st- uh, stringy, not stringy, sort of bouncy rice. It's kind of, it doesn't really taste of anything. The rice bit doesn't really taste of anything, but it's a beautiful kind of mouthfeel that you don't ever get anywhere else. It's not quite toffee. It's not quite taffy. It's not quite, it's weird. It's, it's a weird, tasteless uh, sensation next to the to the sweet mandarin or the, or, the, or the beans or whatever the hell they hide in those blooming things. I like them. I like them. 
I mean, it's good, but there's no doubt this is probably Japan's most dangerous food. Yes. Like I've, it, it is, isn't it? Like I've had yeah. uh, puffer fish, blowfish, and that, if you eat that and it's not been prepared correctly, you'll be paralysed mm. and you'll die a very slow, painful death. But fortunately, yeah. everyone does prepare it correctly. I don't think there's been a death from fugu in years, apart from people who catch it and try and prepare it without any like knowledge. Mm. Like if I try to, to uh, prepare a fugu... That's not a dinner you want to be a part of. But other than that, you know, food in Japan is pretty safe. It's just mochi. I've seen you kill a man with a bolognese. <laughs> Did you say Terrible. bolognese? Bolognese. <laughs> I, uh, bolognese. I, bolognese. bolognese. <laughs> I, I don't know. I think mochi is up there. It is a dangerous thing. If my elderly relatives ever come to Japan, which I don't know if that's going to happen, mm. anyone, I'm, I'm not letting them anywhere near the stuff. No chance, no chance. I think it should be banned. People over 75 should be banned from eating mochi for their own sake. It's the sort of food okay. that would come with a health and safety warning if it was served in the UK. <laughs> but uh, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be back with the fax machine in just a moment. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This week, Clive Anderson is joined by comedian Stephen K. Amos on My Seven Wonders, the show where guests select their personal seven wonders of the world. Stephen discusses his fame down under, who inspires his comedy, and how he got on during lockdown. 
my dad, early 80s, came to stay with me for two weeks of the lockdown. I had no idea after all these years that he is a twat. I had no idea, Clive, that the heating in my house could be set to lava. And I said to him, why is the heating on so high? And without skipping a beat, he just said, I don't pay the bill here. Now, this <laughs> is it's the kind of thing I have to deal with. Listen to My Seven Wonders with Clive Anderson on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back with the Flax Machine. What have we got this week from our listeners, Mr Dawson? Uh, three short and sweet emails uh, from Ken Whitehurst kicking us off. Hello, Chris San and Pete Cunn, and greetings from Virginia Beach, Virginia, USA. Uh, I heard Chris mention in a recent episode that there are some things like the wind phone that he's not covered in his videos because he doesn't believe he's the right man for the job. I wonder what other interesting sites or events Chris has avoided covering for this reason. Ken uh, wants to know which places, Chris, you've just went, you know what? This isn't for me. I don't have the gravitas. I do not have the uh, mournful, respectful tone required <laughs> to cover this site. <laughs> well, I mean, I, this, it, that's that's a rare example. The wind phone. Mm. That's the phone where you can ring up, ring up for your re- passed away relatives along the um, the coastline that got hit by the tsunami. I nearly went there actually two days ago, but it's pretty far away. It's pretty isolated. Mm. Uh, I think for me, covering like pop culture stuff like maid cafes or uh you know snack bars or hostess bars it's never really been on my radar i don't know why certainly maid cafes like that's something that's been requested a staggering amount over the years and the idea of me just going to a maid cafe is nothing about that excites me i know i'd get really (laughs) agitated and irritated very quickly because just the whole weirdness of it all. It's not really for me. aroused. I, I, very <laughs> far from it. That's very a C-dog You just get too excited. You, you just blurt out the wrong thing. Do you want to get I, married? I, <laughs> Pathetic. <laughs> I, I leave the, the pop culture... The pop, I can't say pop culture. I leave the pop... Pork culture. What's going pork on today? Culture. What the Good. fuck is wrong with me? What the you fuck? Like you can't, can't say pop culture. You're Jesus not going to hear Christ. it on the edit, but you couldn't start the show properly. What is going on, Chris? You're usually a lot more tired and a lot better. <laughs> I know what it is. I know why. Why? It's because I went to bed at four a.m. Because I was editing. Chris, go oh, to bed God. at a reasonable hour. Sort yourself out. You current. You're just on jet lag time all the time. <sighs> it's not good, is it? Once in, a, once in a while, there's a podcast we have to write off because I haven't slept the night before. And this <laughs> is that podcast. We've got a question from John Cruz. That's a cool Ooh, name. John Cruz. Good name. He says, Dear Swag Lord Pete and, and Based Chris. What does that mean? Based Chris. I always forget mean? whether based means you're... Oh, God. Uh, based means you're on board with something or not on board with something. And I always get it wrong. And I feel very old, but even the people who use the word "based" will probably admit that they're probably quite old too. <laughs> I'm so, I don't know all these like these quirky terminologies. Like, mm. what's this? This sigma? All the trash taste guys refer to a guy as a sigma male. What's that? Why don't I know what that uh, is? Oh, is that the guy with the big chin? Because there's alpha male. Bit. What's what's the third letter of the Greek? Sigma. Yeah, where, where's Sigma then? I don't know, but it's but it's is that the guy who's like got the big chin, got the big kind of, Probably. isn't it like like the uber alpha male kind of thing? It's like alpha male but more like kind it, of. Yeah, I think that's that's what it means, but I don't know where it comes right. from. I don't know. I never no. know where these like memes or these terms yeah. are born from. Anyway, back to John. On, 
We're not on the <laughs> internet. We're not in the discords. <laughs> That's right. This is why I, yeah, on Trash Taste, I'm always out of my depth. They're always up to speed on these things, and I'm just like yeah. sitting in a room working out I'd how to like, use a cinema I'd be like, camera. yeah, guys, I've, uh, yeah, I've been on Twitch myself, mate. Yeah, I've uh, made some moves. Yeah, really popular, <laughs> popular little broadcast I did last Friday in my pants. Yeah, great. <laughs> Could have been a lot worse. That'll be you when your Twitch career takes off. When you're not <laughs> credit, card credit card Here's the deed to my house. <laughs> John Cruz continues. You guys have inspired me to finally plan a trip to Japan as soon as restrictions are much lighter. Though I have a bit of an anxiety about taking the wrong train or the wrong bus. And from the videos and photos I've seen of the train stations and their maps, it looks like something that can overwhelm me very easily. Any tips or suggestions for first-time travellers on how to navigate my way through? Warm regards, John Cruz. I, you know, John, it's not really not, not that much of an issue. I, um, the only thing you really need is Google Maps. I won't lie, you know, I think without Google Maps, I would be dead by now. I'd be in a gutter somewhere in Shibuya. Because mm. it, it is tricky working out from point A to B where the hell to go if you don't have, like, a phone with you. So as long as you've got mm. a, a phone with Google Maps or Apple Maps... You will be all right, and I don't think it's going to be as bad as you think. Pete Donaldson, though, you're the man, the myth, the legend, the expert on this subject. What are your thoughts? Whenever you go anywhere in life, and my dad taught me this at a very young age, one of the very few things my dad taught me that has actually seen me in good stead, um, 50 quid in your shoe. <laughs> so make, sure you got, make sure you've always got 50 quid in your shoe, uh, and wherever you go in life, you'll be absolutely fine. I've been, you know, all over the gaff. And uh, and that's always seen me quite quite well. If you lose your Ford, if you lose fifty quid, will usually get you somewhere useful. Is that is that just fifty British pounds, or is it fifty British pounds equivalent it's, in the currency of your yeah, choice? Yeah, it's, pro- it's probably best to choose the denomination that you're actually <laughs> in. <laughs> Otherwise, you'd be fucked. But yeah, <laughs> bartering in Italy with a fifty pound note. Mm. I uh, it's, it's almost <laughs> like some people carry a cyanide pill. The Pete Donaldson <laughs> dynasty they carry money in their shoes. Yeah, it's <laughs> peril. It's a good thing, though. I mean, like, some of the ATMs do close at night, you know. Uh, mm. Some of the ATMs close. Japan's very much a cash-based society. Good to carry money on you at all times. I don't mm. know how I feel about putting my wealth in my shoe, but it's, it served <laughs> Pete Donaldson well, so it must, <laughs> it must be good. We've got one here from James in Ireland. He says, hi, Chris and Pete. Quick, irrelevant question for you guys. Brilliant, James. You've really set that one up nicely. <laughs> Chris, do you think you'll ever live in another country aside from England and Japan? If so, where? Pete, if you could move to any country in the world, where would it be? Thank you for all the work you guys do, and a shout-out to Natsuki and Joey, the JAJ crew. James in Ireland. Uh, I really... You know, I do want to live in a different country every now and then. Mm. Um, Spain. It's got to be Spain, isn't it? Yeah. Somewhere hot. Somewhere on a beach. I spent a lot of my childhood years in Spain. I loved it. It was a magical time. Mm. And I keep... Actually, just earlier this afternoon, I have these days where I just sit and I go on Google Maps and I do Street View. And I did that in Spain. And I thought, fuck, I wish I was there right now. Instead, could you, <laughs> could you get your? Uh, I guess you. Um, I guess nothing's going to move until uh, February. I mean, no, uh, if you're no, if you're sort of, uh, if you're sort of, because uh, you couldn't even go to Spain, could you? It's not even about the place that you're going to; it's the place that you come back to, which is it's, Japan. It's just never mind. It's one of those things, isn't it? Where it's just not worth it. You don't realise how much you miss something until it's gone. And I feel mm. I like that big time about travel. When think like yeah. this year, though, I am going to like take off a month sometime this year. I don't know mm. how, I don't know when. I don't know why, I don't know where, but I'm going to go to Spain. 
that's that's it. Go <laughs> Just don't go what are you, you going to live? What are you going to move to, Pete? What are you going to do? I don't know. I'm enjoying life in uh, in Leon City. I'm enjoying the, the the beaches. I'm enjoying Essex. It's fun. <laughs> fun. Essex. Trying to describe Essex to a don't Japanese person. It's like, what is Essex? It's, there's a place in the UK where rules don't matter. We call this place Essex. It's the and they're east. They're like, yeah, Sugoi, Essex. I don't even know how you pronounce Essex in Japanese. Essex. Essex. Surely? Essex. 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 That's a tough one, isn't it? Essex. Yeah. Essex. That's it, isn't it? Essex. That's where Pete would move to, even though he's already there. <laughs> Keep the stories, questions, comments coming in to abroadinjapanpodcast at gmail.com. We'll be back, guys. Do it over again later in the week. But for now, no matter where you might be out there in the big wide world, have yourself a great few days. We'll see you right back here to do it all over again when I'm a little bit more awake and not tired after going to bed at 4 a.m. Right back on the Abroad Japan podcast. Bye for now. Japan is a stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.